0: Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Let's See You Succeed with First Community Credit Union. As always, I'm your host, Katie Neal, and today joining our podcast is Ben Watkins. Ben holds many various hats and roles from being branch manager and an egg loan officer, but also a young husband and a dad. So I'm excited to have him on this podcast today. We're gonna be talking about Five things to do before you're 35. So thanks so much, Ben, for, for being here to visit with me today.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. As a, as another young person, I'm excited to just hear the tips that you have for our listeners and, and it'll be it'll be a good podcast. So, like each podcast, we like to start with just our guests telling a little bit about themselves. You know, sharing with our listeners where you're from, Ben, and and what you do in your role here with FCCU.
1: Sure, absolutely. Well, I, I guess to to start with, I've been with uh, with First Community Credit Union since September two thousand thirteen. I started shortly after uh, graduating college and and uh, started out as, as an MSR and Fargo and. Um, held a few different roles in Fargo over my years there, and then and then uh, uh, moved south a little bit down to the Hankinson branch, and and uh, became the branch manager there. Started t- taking on uh, a little bit more of an ag commercial uh, lending role down in Hankinson, and, and now we're uh, now. Get the pleasure of working in, in Wapaton, also along with uh, along with working with our Hankinson members so um, it's it's been a great uh, uh, seven years almost uh, almost eight years now uh, with the credit union and to try to if given the opportunity here to, to speak with you this morning to give a little bit of uh, some of the tips and and things that have worked for in my career as uh, working working in the financial industry along with uh, sharing some tips I have or, or maybe haven't worked with In my personal life with me and my wife and and, uh, starting a family um, some of those things so
0: yeah like i said earlier it'll be it'll be a good podcast and it's just fun to get to sit down and visit with you and for like you said it's been almost eight years now with you and fccu and i know we started right around the same time i want to say so it's just kind of been cool to see you transition into all your roles and that growth and and leadership that you've had. So, as I said earlier, today's podcast is going to be discussing five tips to do before you're 35. So, Ben, what would be your your number one tip right out right off the bat?
1: You know, to I I would say it's, it's probably got to be establishing um, goals and, and that's, you know, to go along with many aspects of of In life, whether it's your career or uh, maybe it is a hobby of yours or it's a sport, um, a lot of aspects of our life have to deal with one of the important things that you do, um, whether uh, and things that were taught is, is creating or establishing short term or long term goals um, and creating that foundation for yourself and and trying to envision what that future can hold for you. So I would say that's, that's a very good place to start. Um, and personally, that's something that's, that's worked for, for my family, um, coming up with an idea. What is, what are some things that we want to do, uh, whether it's, whether it's soon, is it, is it short term or, or something in the future, you know, where, where do we want to live? What do we want to drive? Um, those types of things, creating those, uh, uh, creating those goals of, of where we want to see ourselves in the future. So I think that's a very good place to start.
0: Absolutely. So would you, can you elaborate on that a little bit more? And maybe are you willing to share a few of the goals that you and your family have set?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think um, looking back when we maybe first got married or or maybe even before we got married and, and we're dating, you know, um, just a few over that span starting at, uh, when we lived in, lived in Fargo and, and we're living in an apartment, you know, one of the first things we thought is, Hey, it'd be great, to great to be able to buy our own house and, and make something our own and, and, uh, be able to, to, to put some money into, into a, into a property that we can build some equity. in. so, you know, a great example there, um, is one of our first things that I can think of was. Was uh, wanting to buy a house, and we did that, and and uh, um, it was it was definitely not the most um, big. Uh, it was it was not a mansion of, of any sort at all. But we loved it. We were proud of it, and and uh, we achieved what we set out to do right away. So that's an example. Um, some other examples that we we set out to um, was it was vacations. Uh, you, you know, going on. Um, Go take an vacation together, uh, whether it's a honeymoon or or a vacation during the winter. Uh, that was uh, for us. It was it was a honeymoon um, vacation, and and uh, just so just another example there as far as that goes. And some of the other smaller things as far as establishing goals. Um, of, I'm I'm a big TV guy. I'm a big sports guy, but I like watching my hunting and fishing shows on the TV. It was that uh, you know something as small as as uh, buying a, a big screen TV to put in the basement and put it on the wall. Um, it, uh, just another example there. So uh, a few of those uh, few of those um, items that uh, that you of course need to spend money on to, to buy and acquire. Uh, just a few examples there. So.
0: Yeah, those are great examples too. And I, and I know, excuse me, we'll get into it with how if you, if you have those goals and you, you stick to them, but what are the other pieces that help you stick to them too? I know like for myself and my poor husband, I talk about him a lot in our podcast, but um, he's, he's an accountant and he's just such a financial whiz guy. And he, you know, he sets those goals of what he hopes we, have in our bank account and then we can pay off this loan or, you know, then we can upgrade a vehicle or then we can add onto our house or, you know, we need to make with us, we live out in the country and we have horses and some cattle and things like that. So for us, so many of our goals are, you know, what can we do to improve our property? You know, putting up more windbreak for our horses, um, building more corrals, putting in automatic waters, uh, you know, fixing our arena, things like that. And so for us, it's like, okay, we save, and and these are our goals, and we have our projects each year. And um, yeah, he's a he's a big guy on on goals and, and setting them. And you know, sometimes we have to really you know watch our budget and things like that, so we can accomplish those things. But it's really awesome, like you said, when you do accomplish them, like you guys with your with your first house and buying that, and you know, as you transition through life, you know, you set one goal and you meet it. So it's fun to set the next goal and the next bar. So very, very good tip. Uh, Tip number two, I know you said it, it's with analyzing your expenses. And again, uh, I get to see that all the time with with our like my husband with budgeting and all of that. But uh, you know, how, how do you guys do that? And, and can you just expand on on that tip a little bit more?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and and I think uh, analyzing expenses really ties in, you know, really really well with with that uh, with that first tip of of establishing goals. What what is okay? Once you create those goals, where do you go next? And for, um, I I think a good place to start is is finding out where is your money going. Um, figuring out is is it a need? Is it a want? Um, analyzing what uh, your your monthly or or annual um, uh, expenses are and is, is there opportunities to save some of that money or is it, uh, uh is it something that, um, is it, is it something that you do need? Uh, so, um, it, it uh, I think it's a very important thing to do something that my wife and I do. We try to sit down on a, on a monthly basis if, if we can, um monthly maybe maybe every other month depending on what's what's happening in, in our life but uh we we like to keep a spreadsheet at home um my wife actually i like to do things on a computer she actually keeps a notebook and likes to likes to look back on her notebook pages is how she she does it then um we'll we'll write down um, what our current monthly uh what our currently monthly spending items are just kind of itemize them out um, are the, and, and, and look at it and see are these things that we actually need going forward um, or is it something that we should keep rolling over month after month and looking at it. And, and, then, and then, of course, looking at uh, our, our debts too. Uh, the, the fun thing about um, doing it on a monthly basis or, or every however often you want to do it is when you're making those payments on any loans that you have, um, looking back, flipping the page back six months and looking at where you were uh, and, and being able to see how much money you actually paid down on those things, especially if you're trying to pay ahead. So it's it's kind of fun to see those things and, and seeing, uh, seeing the progress that a person really can make when you are looking at those expenses and watching, uh, watching the money uh, getting applied to those things.
0: Yeah. And, and I think, I mean, that takes a lot of extra effort to, to, to do those things. And it's not easy. You definitely have to be, um, determined and, you know, willing to give up and, and sacrifice a few things. Sometimes if you want to meet your goal when you're when you're analyzing those expenses, you you can't have everything and, and other things you have to have. And but there might be the biggest thing on your on your budget sheet. So, um, you know, for a guy, for somebody under 35 with a family um, and even those listeners who don't have a family who are just under the age of 35 and you know wanting to learn more and improve on their goals and, and have a budget. What are some things that, that you guys find that are hard to budget for?
1: Things that are hard to budget for, you know, I, I can't say we have too many items that we find that are, are hard to, to budget for. I, I think, you know, well, one of the things with unexpected items that come up obviously unforeseen things that you're you're not planning for is one of the biggest things because you're not expecting them uh you're not you're not ready for uh you're not ready for uh that that medical bill to come in the mail if if something happened to to you or or maybe a child or uh, or maybe it is uh, it's a vehicle repair that's probably one of the most common ones for us um is, is vehicle repairs whether it's whether it's tires or uh you know you're starting to get some miles on the vehicle and some, some maintenance items are starting to come up um and as you as a young person uh and you're you're starting to you're gaining experience and and um going to work full time and all these things and uh you know you're, you start to you you learn hands on uh, on top on how some of those things can start to pile up. So um, that uh, obviously those are unforeseen items are something that they're kind of impossible to, to know what's going to come and, and to budget for. I think we'll probably talk a little bit later on on some things we can try to do to mitigate some of those things. But uh, the the question: What are some things that are hard to budget for? I almost think maybe it's it, it's almost you know what are um, in your budget what is uh, what makes it hard to stick to your budget is, is maybe a- another good way of rephrasing that question um, the, uh, you know when when you when you work eight hours a day nine hours a day whatever it might be um, if you're going out to lunch every day and and spending it's fast food is not very cheap anymore depending it's on what not. you're it, uh, depending on what you're getting. So, you know, is it something where you can bring your own lunch each day? Um, is it uh, going out to, going out to eat after work with, with your family or with friends? How often are you doing that? You know, that's uh, trying to figure out what are some of those things that uh, um, you can maybe reduce some of those activities you're doing to reduce that can help you stick to your budget. Um, giving, into, giving into temptations. If there's um, if there's something a big sale at your favorite store, um, what are, um, are are you gonna are you gonna give in to some of those temptations on on spending that money? Yeah, you might have saved fifty bucks on on that uh, on that two hundred dollar item that you wanted wanted to buy. Well, you, you still just spent one hundred fifty or two hundred bucks uh, even though it was on sale. So you, you know that the money is still going out. So. Uh, that uh, that could make another could be another reason that makes makes it hard to, to stick to your budget and also making sure that that uh, you and you and your partner you or your family are on this on the same page and, and sticking with the sticking with each other and, and working well with each other on that uh, on that budget that you're doing so I'd say that's a, a few things there
0: Yeah you definitely have to learn self-control I think when you want some of those, when you want to accomplish some of those goals and those big ticket items it it definitely takes self-control i know when, when my husband and i first got engaged um and you know we're planning a wedding so that's a big expense uh he sat down and he he laid out a budget for us and i'm like no this is i i do not want you to tell me what i can and cannot spend and actually i mean I was kind of like oh great this is it's already starting I'm marrying an accountant here's the spreadsheets you know all that fun stuff and. um, It has proved to be so amazing like he'll show me the budget and where we are and I get excited like oh i'm way under on this month The you know this month on this item man and stuff like that, and it, it also really proved too for you know, for being on the same page, like, okay, here's his, like, here's the things he pays for. And here's the things I pay for. And I think sometimes you think like, oh, my spouse pays for all these things, or maybe they, maybe you're a stay at home mom and you take care of the kids, which is a full-time job in itself. And, and then your, um, your husband works or vice versa or whatever. And, um, you think that they pay for a lot of things. Well, really, I mean, you can see the balance of things that are going out of your account and their account. And it just, um, for us, anyways, it really helped just see like, yeah, I'm contributing and I'm, I'm paying my fair share. We're a team and we could see it together. You know, like we're, we're doing these things together and we, it really, it actually really helped us be on that same page as we prepared for marriage and as we move forward in our life together and and you know, each like you said, each month he looks at it and sees where we are, and um, we adjust it. You know, we might adjust it in the middle of the year, or we yearly we add in those extra goals. Like when we had a child, we're like, okay, you know, now we need to f- change a few things on our lion item because we have daycare or things for the kid, and and all of that. But um, I, we have found as much as I, as much as I had push back against it, we have found that a budget has just been. It's it's not showing you what you cannot spend your money on. It's showing you like how you can spend your money and kind of for us it's I feel like it's giving me more control in like how I spend my money. So that at least has worked for us as a as a young couple under the age of 35.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's it's fun to have those those little celebrations too. If you if you do have a budget, you're sticking to and if you meet it and if you're even if you uh, are ahead of schedule on on, uh, on paying something down or having that little mini celebration, maybe treating yourself to it gives you the opportunity to to do that and be in a position to do that, so.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we have our, our first two tips of establishing your short-term and long-term goals and then analyzing your expenses. So what would be your third tip for somebody under the age of 35?
1: I, I would say contrib- contributing to some type of savings account, whether whether it's a, a savings account at uh, the credit union at your bank wherever you might have some type of uh, wherever you're operating your, your checking account. I, I would say establishing some types of some type of savings account um, to go further than further than that too. I mean, a retirement account too. Uh, if if your employer offers you. Uh, offers you a retirement account, and they're willing to match some of the funds you're putting in there. I, I would say that is definitely something you should be taking advantage of. Now, I mean, we're talking. Our, this our conversation here is for for tips and tricks for people that are under 35. But it's it's there is you know we talk about long-term goals. One thing that should be one of your long-term goals is. Um, being prepared for retirement. Uh, so, uh, saving money, whether it's savings account, 401k, retirement accounts, investments. I I would say that uh, would definitely be a good item to to uh, to touch on and and uh, and do.
0: And you make a really good point about that retirement. And and so often, I mean, it's it's harder when you're younger and you're trying to stretch a paycheck and things like that. And even sometimes when you're older, it's harder to stretch a paycheck, but um, the earlier you start oftentimes putting in that money in your 401k, the longer it has, or your um, Roth, the longer it has to build over that time to help you more with, with your retirement. And now um, I'm just in marketing, so I am not um, up to speed with all this stuff. You know, I know that from, from what we learn here at our office, and um, so we definitely recommend that if you have questions on savings accounts, you can come and see our staff. But if you have questions on, you know, four hundred and one k, IRA, things like that, um, talk to a financial planner, and they can definitely help you get on track with with how much you should be saving and how you can help grow that retirement fund as well.
1: Yeah, you make a good point of of utilizing, and, and there's a reason why there are financial planners out there that uh, it is their job. It's they're they're good at what they're good at what they do. They can analyze your situation, how much money you're bringing in, and and uh, w- something that they're trying to do and and most likely take pride in doing is is putting that plan together for you. Uh, and uh, and making sure making sure that you do have a plan to succeed, whether it's it's uh, retirement, whether it's um, is it life insurance, if something that you know tragic un- were to happen to you within your family, making sure that you are prepared to what could come in the future. So you make a good point of of um, going to see a financial planner. It's a very good point.
0: Yeah, and and also going back to the savings part too. I just want to plug that you know we have savings accounts here at fccu but i think one of the best savings accounts is is when you have that casasa checking and you pair it with our saver and to get 0.25 apy like on balances up to up to twenty five thousand. um that's a really awesome interest rate and, and most like most checking accounts aren't even that high let alone a savings account so if you're putting money into your savings you're getting that interest rate um you know it's growing it's accruing and and that's extra savings in your pocket that um almost like a reward for just putting money into your savings account so that can be another way that you can help achieve those goals faster or save money faster too is by having that high interest and high earning checking our savings account as well so i just i just wanted to plug that as well because uh especially with interest rates so low right now it's it's hard to ever even see a rate like that on a on a CD or a, a checking account or anything. So to see it on a savings account is is really awesome, and I think that's a huge perk to be in a, a credit union member with FCCU.
1: Absolutely, it is. It, uh, it it's it's something that if if you do go talk to a financial planner, I mean, there's of course there's CDs and other options out there, but uh, if, if you tell if you were to tell your financial planner. Planner, that hey, over at FCCU, I have an option of opening up a savings account. It's liquid. It's you can you can use that money if something does unexpected come up, um, or just build that savings account up. You're getting 0.25% on liquid money. Uh, that their financial planner is probably going to tell you to take advantage of of that account that we offer here. So, um, like you said, you're you're put put in a plug here of what we offer at the credit union, but it is a very good product of of uh, that a person should absolutely take advantage for for a savings account. So
0: yeah, and like even for us um you know having our casasa checking account, it's just fun to see how much money I get back each month for just having that casasa account and using my debit card. And it's literally free money. Like that's an extra you know, if you have the one Kasasa account, you can get up to 750 back and the other Kasasa account, you can get 20, 30, $40 back each month for just using your account. And and that goes into your savings. And so there again, I mean, it's just, it's growing and we're literally paying you to use our debit cards. So at least for us, it was like a no brainer. Like, yeah, we're gonna have that checking account because it's just, it's rewards, it's extra cash spending money. And so I think that's great, no matter what age you are to use a Kasasa checking account.
1: Absolutely, it's it, it it can grow fast. It can go. It can be. It's you know you mentioned it, You know someone might think, oh, it's only seven fifty a month. Well, yeah, seven dollars fifty cents a month. That can add up pretty pretty quick over over a few months. So it can it can pay some for some of those things that you're that you are spending each month. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. So we've talked. You know we've kind of alluded to this tip number four, and we've talked about analyzing your expenses and saving for for things when they happen unexpectedly. But I know tip number four, building an emergency savings account. And can you just share on, you know, why this is important and and how do you even start to do that?
1: Like you said, we did touch on it a little bit earlier and those those unexpected expenses that you are just not prepared for. um, if, If you, if you are not prepared for those, uh, you know, is it a new set of tires or or a vehicle repair? That vehicle um, could be your your only way that you're going to get to work and make money. So uh, the being prepared to uh, being able to financially pay for something unexpected in cash instead of having to put it on a credit card or s- utilize some other type of debt. To pay for that unexpected expense, you're just putting yourself into a better situation if you can if you can pay for it. You're prepared for it, so that uh, um, it's it's a great thing to plan. And it, maybe it's one of the first things you know if it's if you're talking to your family or if or if it's yourself individually, it might be something that you do want to put number one on your list uh, as a short-term goal is 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 building that emergency savings account. So if, if something were to happen, you know in, in two weeks, you, you've got a start on it.'re you're, you're, you're attacking that plan and you do have a start and putting your building that foundation to being able to handle something that's unexpected.
0: Yeah, I know with with how dry it is here and just all across the Dakotas, I, I told my husband and, and we should have had this in place long before that, but I told him uh, you know we need a fire escape plan and we need to know like, what I'm grabbing, how we're getting the horses out, like, do we got the pick-up horse trailers hooked up? You know, things like that, and and that's kind of the same in the in this case. Like, you don't know when it's going to happen. It's in it's an emergency situation, but it's good that you have a plan in place and you have something saved and ready to go, and and you're both on the same page if if something were to happen because because we all know life happens and it happens fast and sometimes it happens hard and. Um, you hope you don't have to dip into that, but it's good to have that set aside. And even if it's five dollars each month that you start setting aside, if that's all you can afford, um, again, that that'll build up, and that that can be something you have in place for for when these unexpected things happen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, one of the things that we can't control, like like you alluded to, is is the weather. Um, something that you guys are, are dealing with in western North Dakota right now is is is, uh, is the dryness and the, and the potential of fires like you said and, and uh, it uh, whether it's whether it's drought whether it's is it is it wind is it is it hail um, damage to your house damage to properties of yours uh, you know an example on my house we had, we had so we had some of those uh, big windstorm a few weeks ago, and um, I lost a Whirlybird off the top of my roof. You know, <laughs> go into the store and buy a new Whirlybird, and I was like, it was like a, it was almost a hundred bucks. I was like, hundred bucks for this, you know? And, and it's like those those items that you're not expecting for that hundred dollar bill can add up so quick. So if it is something that, like you said, if it's if it's five bucks a month, if it's five dollars a paycheck, if it's what whatever your plan is, and and set that goal of reaching a certain amount for that emergency savings account, if it's five hundred bucks or a thousand bucks, um, it uh, you can really help yourself by by preparing for some of those unknowns that are co- that are inevitably probably coming your way. So,
0: yep, absolutely, perfectly said. Um, have you have you had any members that you know of that have had to come in and? and use their emergency savings or stories where it's maybe helped members because they were, they saved their money and they were diligent about doing that?
1: I, I don't know if I run into, um, if I see those members all the time, I, I probably run into on the other side of the spectrum where where somebody's not prepared, because then they're they're looking for, you know, either you know possibly an FCC credit card or or, or a short-term personal loan to, to pay for something that came up. I would say I probably run into that more often. I, I uh, the people that um, that have that account that is already filled up and and, and ready to handle those things. Not having conversations with them too often because they are that uh, they're they're prepared for it. So I would say on the other side of the spectrum is is probably more so where, where we do um, having people come into our into our office and having those conversations and and that's a great time for us. Now I don't want to act like I'm a financial planner, but you know being able to share your experience of of um, at that time if somebody does need to take a A thousand or two thousand dollar loan out to pay for a car repair. Maybe it's a great time to have that conversation with somebody um, about uh, you know, you know. Maybe once you get done with making your monthly payment to pay back this loan, if you're paying you know a hundred bucks a month to 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 pay this off in in a year or year and a half, uh, once you pay this loan off, maybe it's something that once that loan is paid off, take that hundred bucks a month and instead of putting it towards a loan. Put it into your savings account. Build up a savings account. Act like you're still paying on your loan, essentially. But it's it, you're just going. You're building up a savings account at that time, and and you can help be prepared for the next thing that comes up. So um, I know I've had that conversation with people before, and and you know we have some great tools here at the credit union within our online banking or, or within our system that we can set up an automatic transfer, or or a member can go into their online banking and and set up transfers themselves. And, and schedule it on an ongoing basis going forward on, on what fits their uh, fits their their payroll schedule if it's bi-weekly or if it's semi-monthly you can set that up within the online banking and, and you can it can just do it automatically and you don't even have to worry about it it's going to do it for you so that's something that you definitely should look at taking advantage of
0: yeah and you, you make a really good point too that I think it's important to highlight is is that we can help you like we're here and it's it's a no judgment zone like come in and we can help you um be proactive or or maybe you weren't proactive and you want you know not like you said you had that hard conversation and now how can we get you on the right path um we have staff in in all of our 28 locations to to help you and that are happy to sit down with you and get you on a on a plan to succeed like that's literally the name of this podcast like let's you succeed we're we're doing these podcasts and giving these tips because we want to make it easier for you to achieve your financial goals. Whether that be to simply save like and have an emergency savings fund or buy a house or buy a car or, um, you know, whatever it might be is, is we have staff who that's their expertise and, and they know that and, and they can help you. So uh, last last tip of our, of our podcast is paying off debt. For most of us young adults, I know, like you said earlier, you have to acquire debt in order to acquire assets. So tell me a little bit about that and and how you pay off debt, because especially if you own a house, I think it feels like you're going to be in debt forever.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's that's one of those things. I don't I don't have that. Uh, definitely don't have uh, that amount of cash laying around to just pay for a, for a house in, in cash. And some people might have that luxury, but I know me and my wife don't. So that uh, uh, that's one of those things. Uh, you know, a house. It's it's um, when we come up with our plan, uh, or we're writing out our list or updating our our debt schedule each each month that house mortgage is, is at the bottom of the list of, of what we're gonna attack last. And, and we've taken a little bit of the, the Dave Ramsey approach and, and, and utilizing the, SNET, uh, the SN- uh, uh, snowball, uh, debt snowball plan that he implements in, in some of his videos that, uh, that he puts out there. And that simply is, um, you don't have to read an instruction manual to figure it out. You start off at your, your lowest balance Ah, uh, debt that you have, once you pay that off first, whatever that monthly debt obligation is on that uh, on that loan, you apply it to the next loan that is on your list on the on the lowest balance. So uh, that's the debt snowball plan. You just and, and as you pay something off, you, apply that payment to your next debt and you're paying it. So once you get to that next debt, you're going to be paying things off ahead of time. So um, we've, my wife and I, like I said, have, have utilized that plan, maybe tailored, tailored it to our own, um, a little bit, but, uh, it's something that we like to do because as, as I said, said earlier, we like to look back on, on a couple months before, or, or even a year ago, um, holy smokes, look how, look how high this was a year ago and look where it is now. It's, it's fun to look at those things and have those little celebrations when you're looking, looking, looking back at some of those, uh, uh some of those balances that you have.
0: And, um, I think you also, you said this earlier too, you know, obviously the house is one that's hard to pay off in that, and and that's probably not realistic for anyone under the age of 35 to have their house paid off, right? But so that might be a debt that you have for for a long time, but but what are some other ways that you can avoid getting into debt, Um, you know, is it even possible?
1: I would, absolutely, I think it is. Uh, Now, you have to, of course, you have to start somewhere. But, I mean, if you look at some of the things that we've talked about and some of these tips or steps that we've talked about, I think that could be a good way of, of trying to avoid getting in debt, you know, building that, that emergency savings. So you're prepared for some of those, um, set unforeseen setbacks that happen. So, so you're ready to pay for things in, in cash versus having to add more debt onto your plate. So, um, those, you know, some of these, uh, these steps that we've, that we've already talked about, I think it's a great way to avoid getting into debt. Um, I, so I guess I I think that's that's my answer is you know do some of the things that we talked about emergency savings uh, building a savings building that capital foundation for a trip that you're that you maybe want to take instead of having to take all the loan for for a vacation or treating yourself or something like that uh, budgeting when you're if you know that hey in, in two years if if you got a vehicle that's got a hundred 100, uh, 130,000 miles on it, and you make a plan, hey, I don't want to be driving this vehicle once it's got over 150,000 miles on it. And you're thinking, okay, well, maybe maybe in, in two or two and a half years, we're going to be at that mark. Uh, how much do we need to each month to put a nice size down payment on a vehicle or, or maybe even be, being able to um, pay off the current vehicle that you have, or, and, and maybe even be able to, to pay for that vehicle in cash when you trade in your other vehicle. So, you know, I think those are ways that you can be able to do it now when it's a, a young person, you're trying to build equity in those assets that you have. Um, and you got, like I said, you have to start somewhere. So being able to put that plan in place and, and, uh, and stick into it, I, I think absolutely avoiding, avoiding debt is, is absolutely something that a person can do.
0: And like you said, you have to start somewhere. Like all these steps and, and tips, they're there, but but no no person can realistically expect to like, okay, I'm gonna go wipe out all my debt and I'm gonna have a hefty savings and I'm gonna, you know, um, have my emergency savings and my emergency fund built right out the mat like it, it all takes time and, and that's why we're sharing these things because if you if you start implementing some of these things when you're younger they can really help you as you get older or you have some of those bigger ex- expenses um family or not married or not you know maybe you'll have health expenses when you're you get older or just want to retire early like these steps can can hopefully help you to achieve some of those things but but they all take time. So, so starting somewhere and starting small and and being dedicated and um, you know giving that extra effort, those are those are ways that you can hopefully achieve your financial goals.
1: Absolutely, I think you you said it. It's something that that takes time, and and it is uh, something that we. Uh, it's it's not just going to happen overnight. So and and depending on what your goals are, uh, I know over even just in the last few years, um, you know when when my wife we always joke uh, before we had kids. Holy smokes, what did we do before we before we had kids and and didn't have a daycare bill? I mean that daycare bill really um, gets to be a spendy one each month. So uh, we knew that. Uh, I mean. Looking ahead of time when you're when you're looking for daycare and, and and trying to plan for that, you find out what those rates are. That's something you want to consider. Um, and I keep alluding to that, just that's because that's personal experience. Uh, when you plan for it and and you are uh, you're you're taking advantage of the plan that you that you put together and stick into it, you're you're going to help yourself be successful over time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, somebody. I was visiting somebody the other day and they said the biggest pay raise you'll ever get is when your kid stops going to daycare (laughs) and you'll you'll have that back in your budget so it's kind of kind of funny i was laughing about that as we too have and we only have one in daycare we only have one son but um we too have that that daycare experience and i mean it's worth it though they they work so hard those people that watch our kids every day and and so um but it's just something you have to budget for So our our five tips, again, for our listeners today were establish short term and long term goals, analyze your expenses, have a savings and and try to contribute to your savings, build an emergency savings for those unexpected expenses and, and pay off debt as much as you can. So out of out of those five that you came up with, Ben, which one do you think has really impacted your life the most?
1: That's a great question. Uh, I would say it's it's probably it probably would depend on what stage of life I was I was in. I, I you know I would say probably one of the most important ones that my wife and I did was was establishing what goals we have and 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 establishing our budget to meet those goals of of what we want to achieve uh, being able to build a savings account, um, get it to the point that we wanted it to be at, and then being able to attack, uh, or, or try to pay off our debts ahead of schedule, um, I think has probably had the biggest impact. So that's, that's kind of, kind of two out of five is, is, is getting our savings account to where we where we want it to be at, and and once we hit that, start start going towards loans. That's uh, those two out of the five, I think, has been made the biggest impact on, on our life uh, and being able to do some of the things that we wanted to to do.
0: Yeah, and that's then that's a good one. I would say, uh, like you said, the different life stages, like everyone probably affects you when you're in a different point in your life. Um, but yeah like i said earlier that probably that analyzing your expenses was was very eye-opening to me to see where i was spending my money like you said like what did we what did you do before you were you were married or um had kids and all of that and i just think of like how did my money fly out the door so quick before and you know and and maybe it's just because now i'm more i pay attention more to where i'm spending my money and so i think that's definitely helped helped us in where we are in our in our lives too so well that concludes our podcast today uh thank you so much ben for for being on our podcast let's see you succeed thank you to all our listeners for tuning into our podcast today five things to do before you're 35 we hope you tune in next time to let's see you succeed